Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh, it's a hot show, I forgot. Ooh, wow. Back on the East Coast. Back on the East Coast for the hot show. Jet setters. Oh, I thought that was a Jets reference. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> first the things first. Setters. Well, we have a lot of Jets news yeah. in here. Today, Brock Purdy in the driver's seat for MVP. Fair or foul? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I settled that yesterday. The return of the most beloved segment in sports. Just for one question, is is it a must win for Josh Allen? And finally, while there are storms of brewing, no pun intended, who had the biggest fall off of Mahomes Mountain, or maybe just down the side into a crevasse? <laughs> Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. I like I like that bar. Is Mahomes still atop his mountain? That's good. Because it is his mountain. I know, but still. But this week's mountain, you guys haven't even seen it. First time we ever. Have not seen it, it is totally ridiculous. I, I don't like it. I like totally to see confidential. It. We know. I gotta be honest. Yeah, like Brew, Brew has been wild as jet yeah. lag. Brew is all a flutter because he hasn't seen Mahomes Mountain. Should be a fun 90 <laughs> minutes. I'm gonna get caffeinated. We start with Trevor's injury. Oh, Tie game God. in the fourth when oh. he goes down. Uh, brand new sound this afternoon from Doug Peterson. Let's take a listen. Starting with Trevor, obviously, it's just a right um, high ankle sprain. Uh, everything's stable. Everything looks good. Um, and and we'll see where he is here in a couple of days. Is there a legitimate possibility that Trevor could play this week? I'm not going to put that timetable on Trevor. I'm not going to put him in a box like that. But uh, we'll see how he is in a couple of days. Okay. I will. At Cleveland? He's not going to play. Do not play. No. He's not going to play. That's silly. Okay. So how should uh, Duval feel? Well, listen, I think relieved – and disappointed. I think they're in the moment, it looked far worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is it was suffered in a different way, but this is the injury Mahomes suffered in those play in the playoffs against the Jags, actually. Yep. Uh, and Mahomes shouldn't have been playing later in that game or the next week, but it was the playoffs, so it's a different situation. So I think you're a little relieved that it's just the high ankle sprain, but then disappointed for a number because I do think he's going to miss some time and I and I do think I can't prove it but I do think they would have won that game if this didn't happen I know the Jags defense wasn't playing well but disappointed for a couple reasons Brew one is ever since you know America's favorite deliverer of typically cogent analysis had one of his worst takes ever in calling Trevor Lawrence quote the weak link of the Jacksonville Jaguars he has been balling I mean, it's not quite the pass heard around the world, but it is a demarcation, a moment in time. Last three games. That, that, yes, it was since you called him the weak link. He has been bowling. And by the way, this is the tendency of his career. 
once the, you know, the the leaves fully fall off the trees, the weather gets a little crisp and bitter, yeah. that's when Trevor plays his best ball. That's when it was last year, and that's when it was this year. And so now it's derailed a bit. But also disappointed because we were going to have the trumpeters today because the Jags were going to be the one seed. Mm-hmm. We were going the, to have them in? We had them booked. We canceled them out of respect to Trevor's injury because I thought it was a serious injury, and I didn't want to make light of anything. Right. Not that this isn't a, but they – they were going to be the one seed this morning. That's not conjecture. Had they won last night, yep. they are the one seed. And now, Brew, I think they're likely going to end up the three or the four at 11 and six instead of 12 and five or 13 and four, and maybe the one. So it's not, you know, cataclysmic, but for the Jags to reach the Super Bowl, which all of us think is either unlikely, I think it's unlikely, you, I think, think it's impossible, they certainly needed. I believe the one or the two seed. Yeah. They needed the the yeah. best path possible, and the odds of that went down dramatically. So it's a sad day in Duval County, and you know, sad day for me. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, look. Contrary to what Nick said, I actually like Trevor Lawrence oh, a lot. A lot is true. Right, a a lot. Lot. No, you no, don't. I don't like him a lot. It's he amazing. Lot. I mean, no. I'm not surprised how we see things differently. What? Oh, I see it as motivation. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was actually. A living, breathing testament to the power of the Butler. Because you put up those nice stats. Guess when those nice stats started? I think it was just a regular segment. Right after he was on the Butler. No, he was on the Butler. And I challenged him. Because I was like, you're better than this. But right now, with nine touchdowns in nine games... The defense is bend but not okay, great. But that was a long time ago. You know, the receiving core is nice. Travis ATN is doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I said, you're looking like the wink link, son. <laughs> you're what? looking like the wink link, there son. And then he goes out and he starts balling like he should be as a former yeah. number one pick. So, I'm proud of yeah. Trevor. I'm, I'm glad it is not a serious injury. Yep. Look, Nick, you know I didn't think they were a legit Super Bowl contender with Trevor. Obviously, now, without getting the one or two seed there, I, I don't think they're a threat at all in the AFC. Mm-hmm. But I think Jags fans should just look at this year as a second building block season to that. maybe next year being a legit I think contender. That's pro- and, and by and the way, just real at. quick, I think that's right. I think that the, the, you aspired to, hey – could we shock some people yep. and maybe skip a step in the process? And I understand last year they won a home playoff game and went to the divisional round. But it's different doing – even if that's exactly what they do this year, yep. it's different if you do it by being 12-5 and five good throughout right. the year as opposed to last year you win a bad division, get hot at the end of the year. That can to me – and I'm, not, I'm really not trying to have different standards for different teams. That can feel like a very oh, yeah. positive step yeah, in the right they're direction. They're not S-Bob. Yeah. The, no. They've never been S-Bob no. this year. So, no. yeah, that's uh, odds to win the AFC. Chiefs still at one. Ravens at two. Dolphins, Jags, and then the sneaky Bills. Six and six coming off a bye. Vegas can never quit the Bills. <laughs> they just can't quit them. Um, Nick, who deserves to be the AFC favorites? Well, here's what I'll tell you. If the Ravens don't make the Super Bowl this year, it is an all-time missed opportunity. Yeah, it's open. So here's the argument for it. Four teams in the AFC North. How many of them have a healthy starting quarterback? Just Baltimore. Cleveland's is done. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh's just had surgery. The Browns, even when he was healthy, I don't know if he was good, but certainly better than Joe Flacco, who they dusted out of the (laughs) retirement home. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, the, The Bills are in turmoil. 
The Chiefs right now seem to be, to I think the general public at least, as gettable as they have been at any point in the Mahomes Absolutely. era. The Chargers were, you know, are still just charging. The Jags quarterback just went down. Like we are the the Dolphins, we could argue one could, but I think people think the Ravens are the exact type of team the Dolphins can't handle. You know what I mean? A physical oh, team fight. that they wants to dance. fight, and yeah. the Baltimore's always wanted Absolutely. to fight, not break dance, as Brew would say. Even though Ray Lewis, I think, did a bit of both—a little fighting, a little break dancing in the celebration. <laughs> to be honest, step. maybe that's why he's great. And so, if you're Baltimore, if this year, this playoff run in this AFC. Ends in another disappointing playoff performance, which some has been due to injury, some has been due to underachievement, whatever. I do think there will be a moment of, well, if not now, then when will we ever do it? And so, listen, I believe the Chiefs are the favorite. I believe the Chiefs are the best team. Mm -hmm. I believe the Chiefs' biggest question mark right now is the passing game, which is also the Ravens' biggest question mark, in my opinion, particularly since the injury to Mark Andrews. Mm -hmm. So I will take the Chiefs and Mahomes. But I'm saying... If Baltimore falls flat this year under these circumstances, it's going to be very hard for Ravens fans to be like, well, next year will be better when Burrow's healthy, when maybe Josh has a better offensive yeah. coordinator, the Chiefs add a weapon. Like, So I, this, to I, me, uh, is the moment for your team. Go ahead. Well, I think you'd blame it on Mark Andrews' injury. You'd be like, ah. Oh, Everybody's got an injury. I know, but that one, that, like, it'd be like if Travis went down, we would, you would have an out. Yeah, but the, I guess the point, just quickly. Travis the, is even more. I, I think the Ravens receiving core is better I know, than Kansas City. But, but, but also, I guess Should the be. point is, is like if going into the year, it's like, hey, you're fighting with the Bengals for the AFC. They're going to lose Jamar Chase and you're going to lose Lamar. Or they're going to lose Joe Burrow and you're going to lose Mark Andrews. Yeah. Like the injuries thing, yes, the Mark Andrews injury it. hurts. But one of the reasons they're in this position is because everyone else is so injured. Yeah, I, I like the way you worded it, all-time missed opportunity. I thought you were going to say all-time failure. I no. wouldn't say that. No. Even though I think they are Super Bowl or bust, that's how they should think. And because they, this is kind of like this is a year you need to get it done if you're going to get it done. But I, since they haven't been even close to the Super Bowl yet, mm -hmm. then I don't think you know failure would be the right word. But you are right, missed opportunity for sure. Because now, I mean, it. It really is looking like it's Baltimore, Kansas City. Yeah. Period. And as you said, the Chiefs are vulnerable. They are more vulnerable than ever. You don't agree? Who you got, Miami? I mean, Miami's number two in points. Why? They, they're, no, they're number two I in points. I thought I told you. I, I understand. Is Hold there going to be a cardboard on the floor there might of, be. of the AFC Championship If it goes game? through Miami, maybe. Really? They're going to they be up so the They're number two stuff? in points. They're uh, number one in yards. And they're like, well, yeah, it's Tyreek. You're airing it out. They're also number two in rushing yards. Yeah, Baltimore is number one. Miami's number two. So I know you said they like to break dance and the Ravens like to you know, ground yeah. and pound. Yeah. Miami is still getting it done in both ways. If you, lose, you, gotta go, if you go through Miami, like, can we put up 30 points? Because they no, might, it's not going to go I, They don't Miami. do that against the great team. And it's also they're not they're really, going to get They're still field. getting some benefit but, from the 70 points, some. A little bit. And they put they don't put up those points against no, they, the tough listen, teams that they, they face. Are, there are a lot to me, and I'm not. I, I promise, I am not. We, we can argue out Purdy later. I mean, you guys just did the coffee cup thing. I love it when you guys do that. You guys drink right. coffee. You guys are just totally insane. What's a long flight? Um, the um, <laughs> there are a lot of similarities to me 
from a conceptual standpoint with Miami and San Francisco. Really? Well, just hear me out on this. Just hear me out on it for a moment. If they, if the ball gets rolling in their direction, they look like yeah, an time. unstoppable force. That's first of all. They are those are to me two of along with Dallas, the teams most likely to just blow somebody out mm-hmm. and make it seem like an unfair fight. Also, it is to me not coincidental that McDaniel came from Shanahan's system, and when you watch these games, they have these incredibly skilled position guys on the outside, and quarterbacks who, fair or not, with Tua as well as Purdy, people have questions about, but it's like, God dog it, man, look at their numbers, and look at what they're able to do. I don't think Miami has the talent at running back, obviously, as San Francisco, but it's statistically incredibly productive. Right. Now that he's back. And the flip side to it is, they are also, of the best teams in football, the teams that the days we've seen them when it hasn't gone in their direction, they don't look like, okay, they're all right. They look bad. Like the, the, I, I don't think San Francisco's in that boat. Oh, I, I, I totally disagree with them in Miami being similar. Okay. Yes, they can blow you out. The, for sure, but San Francisco's blown out great teams. Oh, I agree with all Miami of Miami hasn't even the, beaten a great team, and the, and I think it's because San Francisco is better everywhere. Like, their defense, defense is, is one far of the best better. in the league. Mm-hmm. Right, and they're tough. The, That's the thing. They want to fight. Can I, the, you, what, Brew, you said. They went into Philly the, with black, dressed the, in black. talk San Francisco And backed later. it up. I, sh- I well, knew I should have mentioned it. was just Debo. The, um, I, yeah, it, it was That just was Debo. enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> Debo but was I, the one it running is, his I do feel like right now there's got to be for Mahomes and Lamar, who I think neither is really having, certainly for Mahomes, and I would argue Lamar as well, the season they wanted to have coming Fair. into this year. Fair. Mahomes defending MVP and Lamar, it's like new offense, all these yeah. weapons. Have to be looking around at the landscape and saying, man, oh, yeah. if, I can, if I can get, in Mahomes' case, back to another Super Bowl, in Lamar's case, my first Super Bowl, in what has been up to this point a disappointing year for me, yeah. like the, the, the what's right out in front of him in a very unique way. I bet you and, Lamar doesn't look at it as disappointing. I agree he probably envisioned putting up better numbers, but I think he's just like, we're winning. His his game is not based on stats. It's I, just... You don't think Lamar thought that this year when his... He was I kind he of vocal. I thought he have better passing Yeah, like numbers. he was kind Agreed. of vocal about Greg Roman. I loved him, but it was time to move on. Yep. He was super excited right. when they got Odell. They, you know, they spent a first-round pick on Zay. They did all these things. And at the beginning of the year, they seemed to be trying to do more of a new offense than they're doing now. I think Lamar is probably, because he is a team guy, happy yeah, I, they're I winning. Like, hey, but also, personally, right like, man, I, I, I th- let me put it like this. I bet he thinks he can be playing better. Even yeah. if he's happy they're winning, I think he thinks he, he can be playing better. Yeah. Uh, finally, the winner of Monday Night Football. He's still alive. Bengals, 6-6, six and six, behind Jake Browning. Here's Zach Taylor on his backup QB. Awesome. Outstanding. I mean, uh, he had a great week of practice. I, I thought Thursday uh, was outstanding. Um, and that's really our big day, our third down day. I, I felt really good coming out of this week, getting ready for this game. And, uh, I mean, he just lit the world on fire. I, I, half time, you know, I wasn't sure if we had an incompletion if the ball had hit the ground yet. Okay, here were Browning's numbers last night. Uh, everything, excellent. Completion percentage, 87. Okay, pretty good, 354 mm-hmm. yards. 
Uh, Nick, are you surprised Jake got the win here? Okay. I, I don't I'm understand baffled. what that's for. I have for. no idea that, First why of all, that's our sunglasses. bit. It's really my yeah. bit that you took. And <laughs> yeah, well, once, once when Bruin I takes do it, it, it makes sense. Once, when, well, when did you you predicted wild, that Jacksonville would win. I was, no, no, no. Of, they weren't of, even on upset alert. Of course alert. I'm surprised that the Cincinnati won the game, but this is this is not about something I said yesterday. Oh. And I was going to let really you join me on the ride for this. Okay. I'll buy the ticket. The... This is another you classic category two. Classic two. Classic a category classic two. Nick Wright two. Yeah, which is I gotta again. Hear this. All right. Well, if people don't know Wilds, you can you explain it? Okay. Wilds, I have so three types right. of three opinions. Ti- there's three types of takes. I'll speak Thank to you, Wilds. There's three types of Nick Wright take. Thank you. Number one, absolutely right. Immediately. Immediately. Yes. Number three. Yeah. Dead wrong. Yes. Number two. My favorite. Eventually right. Eventually, incontrovertibly correct. And it came around. And. And you were at wrong. The, and at the, okay, well, the flip wait, side, you I, I, I am waiting to hear this. I, I have no <laughs> idea so, what you're talking about. The first month. I, I the said there was an upset alert. I was the only one. Of the season. I had 82 yards the, the first, first game. The first month of the season. <laughs> I was sitting here arguing. Hey, Cincinnati. Yep. Your star quarterback. Your franchise, who you just made the highest paid player in the league. Uh-huh. You know how I know he's not healthy enough to play? He completed 45% Be- of his passes. Because for the first month of the year, we can show you the numbers, he was literally, was he the worst quarterback in the NFL? He was. And I said, why don't you sit him down so he can get healthy? And everyone's like, oh, the killers will be fine. And if you remember, I said, believe it or not, I'm not so worried about the calf turning into an Achilles. I'm worried about the calf turning into a different injury because he can't escape pressure or escape the pocket, all those things. And the Bengals were like, no, Brew, no, it's football. We're from Ohio. We're yeah. tough men. Bah, 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 bah. Young three. people be soft. And, and <laughs> one of the arguments was Jake Browning. You're going to put Jake Browning out there? I never even well, mentioned Jake, his name. Jake Browning went out there and dealt. Poor Joe Burrow's watching with a sling on his arm. When they could have recognized, we have a 53-man roster for a reason. It's a long season. Let's be cautious. Give this kid who's our backup a chance. Let Joe get fully healthy. And I'm not saying even necessarily the now, cap don't, don't injury led to the, the whole risk. thing. Now. But what I that nullifies no, every single thing no, you just said. No, here's why. It I doesn't. mean, really. Here's why it doesn't. Because had they done that, mm-hmm. then guess what? Six weeks later, when Joe Burrow has a compression sleeve on his wrist, guess what they probably don't do? Have him go play against the Ravens. Because they're like, don't worry. Jake Browning's here. Guy can ball occasionally. It makes sense. So, no, he doesn't. A vintage that category is, this two. This is sad. That, what do you mean, sad? This is sad. What do you mean? Are you so desperate for a W that what do you you're mean? just finagling something? It's, it's All right, a, number one. What here, everyone's talking number about. Number one. What? You mean to tell me, based off one great performance that he by the Jake Browning, for a month? that yes. he was going to do something close to that every no, game no, he played? Just not be the worst quarterback in the league for a month. Yeah. Joe Burrow was the worst no, quarterback in the league look, for a month. Stop it. He, Did Burrow? Jake Browning play well last night? Yes. He was very good yes. against a defense that bends a lot. But a okay? defense you've been talking about? No, they don't give up a lot of touchdowns Through passing, but week. they give up when, a lot of yards. When you've been making the pretty can MVP I finish? You just yes, spoke for five minutes about some foolishness. <laughs> you said you talked for four minutes, and then you made the sentence that nullified every single thing you said. All right. Now, look, Jake Browning, great game. Yeah. 
But I've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick play a great game. I've seen Joshua Dobbs play a great game yeah. or two or three. They but that doesn't mean they're going to do that consistently. One thing we know is that a guy that's a smart guy at quarterback, which Jake Browning is, 4.0 in high school, great student at Washington, Joshua Dobbs, rocket scientist, mm. literally. All right? Uh, we've seen other guys who are smart. Ryan Fitzpatrick, as I mentioned, Harvard grad. Go in Did there go and be effective, <laughs> effective for a, a short time, yes. and then once teams get film on them, they don't have the athleticism or the talent to overcome it. Yeah. So Jake Browning was not going to be great and throw for 300 yards for the first week of the season. But would he not secondly, be the worst? Secondly, Joe Burrow got healthy. He The calf was fine. And, and, and it's football, so you play through aches and pains. Mahomes, you mentioned, played through a high ankle sprain. Tom Brady's played through a torn ACL. We've seen quarterbacks MCL. play through all types yep. of injuries. Yes. So don't tell True. me that because uh, uh, Joe Burrow's wrist was sore, he shouldn't have been out there playing. Well, listen, it's called football, it is and called it's football. called a collision listen, sport. You're right. It's called football. But here's, a, here's all I know, You Kevin try to Wilds. manufacture I, that as a W? I know, I know that for the first month of the season, the Bengals had literally the worst quarterback in football. Yep. They kept playing him through injury. They then decided it was normal to play him through injury. He then played in a game where he pr- clearly had a previous injury and it knocked him out for the season. Clearly and it turns, had a previous well, injury. Well, I mean, he's, I don't know. It wasn't a style thing. He said he's thing. done that re- regularly. Okay, he well, I don't believe him. And you didn't believe him the day after Actually, either. I did. No, I didn't think he had. I didn't think that was a serious injury. Okay, then they should have left it up on their social media channels. Exactly right. Listen, yeah, I'm just saying, I listen, bro. It. Okay. Hey, listen, it's okay. Listen, Whatever that's you sleep at night. This is why the category two is so satisfying. Yeah. Because nobody sees it coming. So what are you saying? Burrow shouldn't have been playing the first yeah, month of the season. That's, that's, what, yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying if that's he why. wasn't, the Bengals probably right now are eight and four we, with okay, a healthy please. Joe Burrow. I'm that's not into I'm the hype Classic two. <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough sport. Another sad chapter in the ballad of Zach Wilson. Next on FS1, the Fox Sports Show on Sirius XM. <laughs> the ballad of death. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to a hot show. Let me get you caught up to speed on what's happening with the Jets. Aaron Rodgers can't play, but is hinting he might. Zach Wilson can play, but is hinting he might not. (laughs) Diana Rossini yesterday afternoon. Timeline of events we are reporting. Zach made clear to multiple members of the organization, players, staffs, and coaches of his apprehension to start due to perceived injury risk per sources. Conversation with Aaron uh, came as a result of Wilson's shared sentiments with others. Here's Robert Sala's take. Take a listen. Let's be clear. Um, if he was reluctant to play guys, he wouldn't be here. All right. Uh, I actually coincidentally just got done speaking with him. Uh, he came in about a half hour ago and we had a really good conversation. The young man wants the ball. He wants to start. He believes he's the best uh, quarterback in the room and best quarterback for this team and the best and the guy who gives us the best chance to win. Um, and I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. I'm just not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
What are you laughing about? He's the best player. He believes he gives us the best chance to win. I believe in him. I'm not ready to make the call. <laughs> By the way, we're going to release Tim Boyle. Oh, no. Goodness gracious, your reaction. Uh, this has just so turned silly. into an utter farce. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I feel like I'm one of only like three New York-based media members that isn't regularly texting with Robert Sala about what's going on with the Jets. <laughs> you, got, you got Joe Beningo at WFAN saying this is what he texts me. No, I'm retracting it. You've got Aaron Rodgers going on with McAfee saying basically they need to do a Mission Impossible one-style mole hunt to figure out who the sources are. You have Diana Rossini, whose reputation is impeccable reporting something that all of us believe or at least I believe and I don't want to speak for anyone else I find incredibly believable and then you have Jeff Howe from The Athletic parachuting in with this tweet which is just perfect if Zach Wilson were asked directly by the Jets to start he would agree to that a source familiar with Wilson's thinking said this is the pro football version of if you ask Sally to go to homecoming, she'll say yes, but you have to ask her. What are we doing? And I, I, I don't even want to make fun of Zach because the thing is this, I don't blame him. Wait, stop. I don't blame him. Bro, I use He this. must not want to play football anymore. Then. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, not right now. Whatever, everything you said was right up until that point. All right. Zach, I'm sorry. Coach, you have not done enough. You haven't done a fraction of enough as an NFL player to turn down any opportunity to play. He's playing for his career. Right, and if I was a coach for another team, I'm looking, if this is true, and I believe Diana too, but I hope it's not true. Because there cannot be an NFL player fighting for his career who is like, Afraid, it looks like he's afraid to play. I don't care if the offensive line is mince meat, you gotta prove you can play. So get out there and play. Your teammates are going out there every day. They're risking injury. And you afraid to play? Or you don't want to be scapegoated anymore is the reason we're losing? Man, you better get out there and show that you can play quarterback. He's got no reason whatsoever to act like, nah, thanks, but no thanks. Really? Then there's the door. Not to mention you making, how much is he making? $35 million contract? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, come on, man, please. Look, I I agree that the best way to change the narrative is to go and play and change the narrative. So you can't play poorly and then then sit on the bench and and have potentially what would be considered a bad attitude and then expect to, even if you're healthy, be picked up by another team. I get that, but I do believe the report is 100% accurate. That that he didn't he doesn't want to play, and I think part of that is probably by the because of the way they handled it. We could say because he hasn't played well, you can handle it differently than you handle it with other players. But I don't think that I don't think that's true. So he was benched last year, and then he came back, and then he was essentially benched again for Aaron Rodgers. Then he was benched again this year, right for for mm-hmm. Tim Boyle, and now they're saying they're going to bring him back, and and all they're saying in the press conference is he believes he's the best guy. At no point is is the head coach saying that he thinks he's the best guy. He's just saying he's the he's oh, he's he the guy that's there, and, and and so I, so I understand his apprehension to go out and be a pincushion again and take a beat down again and all those things. Like I get that aspect from him. I, it all just feels. Terribly mishandled. And, and, and I, I get that I, too, but you got to go play. I, no, one you thing, gotta, if you get the opportunity, you right. got to go play. Uh, but this could this has been handled. Really I agree, agree with that, and poorly. I agree with a lot of what you said, except for this one part of it. I don't know that Zach Wilson's best chance of staying in the NFL as someone's backup quarterback 
is playing more football for the Jets. I think that all he can do is add bad tape, scared tape, and risk. It's not just the injury risk. You're right, everyone's risking injury. But I think his best chance is to have his last snaps for the Jets be as far in the rearview mirror as possible. Zach, let's put it like this, that I think we all would agree with. If Zach never played a single snap this year, and then the Jets put him open to the trade market. Like, you probably get like a fifth-round pick for him, like the Trey Lance situation. They got a fourth-round pick. But because we saw him play, now they're going to have to release him outright. But the, I think that would have been fine had this story not leaked. But well, now it's yeah. like, oh, he's afraid to play. But they, he doesn't want to play. I agree with yeah. you that if the story's not out, that's fine. We don't need to see him again. One other thing before we move on. Because this, the reason I said I don't blame Zach is because the blame has to fall <coughs> higher up the food chain than Zach. What do these teams all have in common? Cleveland, Indianapolis, Atlanta, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Las Vegas. They all have changed yep. quarterbacks, suffered injuries to quarterbacks, sometimes multiple quarterbacks. And they all are looking down at the Jets in the standings. Mm-hmm. Four of them are in the playoffs as of today. So the fact that the Jets are in this situation is the front office's fault. And that's why I don't want to, you know, I mean, lay it. I understand Zach Wilson is the player and he needs to play better. But Zach Wilson can only be Zach Wilson. It's the front office's job to have someone else in-house at some point when you clearly don't believe in the player. Yeah, and they brought in Trevor Simeon. They obviously don't like him, and they're going to get another guy now. And it's it's just layers upon layers of this. And and at the end of the day, Zach is going to – look, he hasn't played well, but he's going to take the bulk of, of all the blame moving forward. Flacco literally has a Jets jersey at his house. <laughs> I could show up. It still fits. Uh, so here's the other report about the Jets quarterback situation. It's unlikely that Rodgers plays in a game this season. Now, turns out he tore his Achilles tendon That's weird. in September, which has been a serious injury for mankind since the Trojan War. No updates on that one. Uh, Nick, your reaction to this latest Well, this ain't, a ca- this ain't a Category 2, Wiles. This is just Category <laughs> 1. Instantly category correct. One. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing was a farce from the beginning. Different type of farce. I, and, you know, I really thought my Sunday before the games were actually played, I thought Monday was going to be a great show because we had the original. The first report was Goodell hates the tush push, not because of injury, but because it's bad TV, like I said. And the next one was uh, Aaron Rodgers. The thing about him playing football is he can't, so he won't, and he's not going to. <laughs> and so I just, I, the, it's a fine line between, okay, everybody knows he can't play, but it's inspirational, yeah. and everybody knows he can't play, and so why is this been a storyline every week of our season? You can make an argument for either side of it, that it's good for the team or bad for the team, but I don't, I found it, Honestly, ludicrous how many people were taking seriously that Aaron Rodgers was going to play in a professional tackle football game this season. But I think Aaron Rodgers, to some degree, really believed that he, was, he had the potential to come back and play. And he, he's constantly bucking traditional medicine, right? That's his yeah, thing. He's, yeah. He feels like he knows better than what the doctors, the, the prognosis is, what it's been historically, and that he had found some new way some cheat code to, to get back on the field. And, and I do think, sincerely, he felt that he had outsmarted the system with this. And then, you know, now we are where we are, and, and the season is where it is. So it can end up in this gray area, and he could probably say, well, yeah, I could have come back. I, I probably could have come back if, if we were in the, 
the playoff hunt. I, I lean more toward Nick. I do think it was a charade. But I also think it was an inspirational charade. Like, I do think. But, Chris, you don't think that, that he Aaron thought, feels like I know better than those doctors? I oh. think to some degree. Yeah, I think some of that's true. But I just think maybe the Jets, for higher-ups, thought there's no way this guy's getting back. But let's let him, let him work hard. Because, look, even, even though he won't play again this season, he has really – it's been impressive what he's done. See, I mean, I to get back – I think he is way ahead of schedule. I don't know. And I, don't know I think that working I that hard – Well, I mean, we haven't seen guys stuff. three months yeah, but in I, doing yes, stuff but like I, this. Maybe for a reason. Yes, go Wilds. Maybe. So you think this is foolish of him? I, yeah. I think him – Do I opinion, think he's training harder than Kobe trained when Kobe tore his Achilles? No. I mean, that's hard to say. These <laughs> that's oh, what I'm saying. But I'm just saying. Did like, the technology yeah, maybe he's got change, some, maybe. some stuff yeah. going on. But I'm like, I'm training so hard, man. Kobe trained pretty hard, too. But he's but, on the field. Yeah, but that he was doing stuff right, that, but, that but, you're what? not supposed to be doing. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's the end of the segment. The, he was doing stuff he wasn't supposed to be doing. Maybe, yeah. maybe Kirk Cousins could be out there. But they're like, Kirk, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing that? Yeah. Put, your, put your walking boot on. Yeah, but Kobe also wasn't doing psychedelic drugs in the offseason either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's doing some crazy alternative I'm not, stuff. I'm not even yes, that so. mad at Aaron for saying I'm going to come back. I'm mad at – listen, if I, if I said I can bench 600 pounds, no one should report it as possibly true. How about if you could throw the ball 70 yards? <laughs> well, that's brutal. 60. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, Chiefs offense, either bent or broken, Offensive points the last five games, 19 in the most recent loss, 31 of the Raiders, which was good, 17, 14, and 9. Here's Patrick Mahomes. It's my job, and if the defense gives me an opportunity to win the game, I have to go down there and, and win it with, with my teammates. Um, and uh, obviously I haven't done that enough this season, um, and so uh, i got to try to get better because uh, I'm sure we'll have another, more opportunities as the season goes on. As an unapologetically pro-Mahomes show, mm. this really hurts me to put up. This is his career ranks, passing yards, yep. yards per game, touchdowns, interception, and passer rating, all worst of his career. We're sorry, Patrick. We didn't want to do it. <laughs> but I that, hope to see you at the parade. That's also a sneaky, like, Mahomes career, career complimentary rank. full screen. You know what I mean? The fact He's that those that 260 good, yards yeah. a game, 2-1 to one touchdown interception, Fair. 95 rating is the worst. But for this season, it's obviously a devastating full Fair. screen. Uh, and so if the question is how much of the struggles are on the quarterback, I, I'm less interested in how much of the struggles are actually his fault. Oh, no, and I'm, coach. I'm more interested in this. <laughs> it is on him and one other person to fix it. I don't care about why it's happening. I know what is happening. And the Chiefs have two, in my opinion, potential goats in, in the building. And it will three, three if you maybe. include Kelsey. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and Andy Reid as offensive-minded head coach. He's at least on the list of candidates mm -hmm. for greatest ever. They got to figure it out. Like the idea that all of a sudden 
the receivers are going to get way better. That was my hope at the beginning of the year, and I think Rasheed Rice has. Have you given up but, on that? Well, I think Rasheed Rice has, but the Tony is. I'm. But he's not. He, he's he's not going to. Right. At this point. It's going to be Patrick and Andy figuring it out. And Pat, listen, they they are missing Eric Bieniemy from last year, mm-hmm. but last year. With a wide receiving core that was just the exact same, but with Juju in Juju, for Rasheed Rice. And I get yes. he's not great, but he's a legitimate right. professional. But agreed, but receiver. nobody thinks Juju Smith-Schuster to Rasheed Rice is the difference between highest scoring team in the league MVP at quarterback to this. So it's more than that. So it is the responsibility of the best, highest compensated people to fix the problem. So I don't blame Patrick, but the only people who can fix it, in my opinion, are Patrick and Andy. Mm -hmm. So the responsibility is at their feet. And look, it's tough when you've dropped 30 passes. It's tough when when the receivers lead the league and drop passes. You don't really have a legitimate one. Although Rice is making a case, especially recently, to be in that spot. You definitely don't have a legitimate two, although I think Tony could come on. And at the end of the day, to whom much is given, much is expected. And you're exactly right. When you're getting paid what he's getting paid, when the expectations are what they are, then you've got to be able to, to be a force multiplier and make those guys consistently better. And, and I never thought in a million years that we'd talk about the Kansas City Chiefs going three second halves without scoring. Right. Like I, if you, whatever prop bet that would be, I don't know how that works in your world, yeah. but it'd be high. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that, that we're, we're at this point, to me, is, is really surprising. More worrying is, is the pre-snap penalties, the formation thing. Those things, to me, are completely in the control of the quarterback. That should not happen. And if you're the greatest of all time, you've got to be the greatest of all time, you know, in, in all aspects. Sure. You can't allow the young guys to continue to make those young guy mistakes. Look, I, I do think they miss being to me more. You know, there are scuttlebutt or reports that he was the bad cop, right, to Andy Reid's good cop. And maybe Mahomes – is a good cop. I you think know, he is. that may be where he's he, very supportive. I don't expect him to come out and bury them in the press conference, but maybe in practice he does need to be start getting on some guys. And I look, obviously some of it's on Mahomes, some of it's on everybody. I, but I still put the majority of it on the wide receivers. And I think Nick, they're going to have to improve. Mahomes can try to create better chemistry with them, but they are going to have to catch the ball consistently separate consistently, and be on their P's and Q's so they're not uh, on a different page from Mahomes. Like, if it's just on Mahomes and Reed to solve it, but the receivers aren't going to get better, I don't know if they're going to be able to solve it. Just quickly, the thing I hate about the Patriots' downfall, fall from grace, is like penalties. I always point at the penalties. Like, we used to never do that. Now we do that. It shows sort of an undisciplined, Mm -hmm. messy team. Completely under your control. Yes. So we had the illegal formation that we talked about yesterday. Do you think Pacheco getting thrown out for punching a guy in the fourth quarter when you needed him? It felt like also a sign that maybe there's something else deeper wrong with the team rather than just no, a scheme. The, well, the thing is, I, I thought it was strange. We didn't talk about it. But the, he yeah, was well, but rolling. The, thing is this, like, the Chiefs were out. never. The Chiefs have never been Patriots level when it comes no. to buttoned up on things. So mm-hmm. that hasn't been as glaring to me. But I just like Brew. If there was something. Like, as Wilds has said, the show's doing well. But let's say the show is doing very poorly. Like, for the show, like, if I'm Patrick and you're Andy, 
and and he's young Joker Kadarius Tony. Like we gotta <laughs> fix him. <laughs> we gotta like, yeah, like, like no, like the, the, the Joker yeah, is worse. We, like it's on us. But we can't there be like, well, that's people the out there. But, but but it's really hard to go from good cop to bad cop. I agree. It's so much I, I easier to go can. from bad cop. To not so bad guy. I agree. But if your personality is one thing, to try you to change it to the extreme, you can't do it. See, Hubs? People will see you like three minutes late on that segment. Hubs, good cop. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to come in and drop the hammer on us. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Coming up in 11 short minutes, it's the chilliest segment in all of sports, Mahomes Batlin. I think it's the best one we've ever done. I haven't well, just seen, wow. we haven't seen it. That's why I'm secretive about it. Yeah. 210 yards for Mahomes in a loss in Green Bay. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he's number one. Four touchdowns from Brock Purdy in Philadelphia. No. Turns out that Not performance. Enough. No, it was because he, he skyrocketed to the top in, oh. of the MVP faves. Uh, filling out the list, Hurts, Dak, Tua, Mahomes, and Lamar. Now, in this segment, we're going to focus on Dak and Brock. Here's a very fair tale of the tape. Purdy leads in completion percentage, just barely, yards per pass and passer rating. Dak leads in team points, yards per game, just barely. TD interception ratio, and opponents played who Brew refers to as tomato cans. <laughs> yep. So, Brew, who should be the MVP favorite, Purdy or Dak? Well, look, I'm not up here screaming, Brock Purdy's running away with it. And I would be willing to listen to Tyreek Hill if he keeps doing this and gets to the 2,000 yards and all that. But if it's a quarterback right now, and I'm, I'm really glad we've got five games left because – we're going to see. It's all going to come out in the wash. But right now, I just think it has to be Brock Purdy. Why? All right, and here's why. One, the level, the stats you see, if you want, I think we should say they're a wash. Sure. All right, mm-hmm. let's say the stats are a wash. But who have you done it against? Okay? And, and it's like college football. Did you beat Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, or did you beat Colorado, Colorado State, and, and some other patsy? Like, okay? And so yeah. when we look at the competition, we look at this versus winning teams this season. Purdy 4-1 and one versus winning teams. Dak 0-2. Oh look at the yards per touchdown to interception ratio. Pretty good. And passer rating. And, and that obviously includes a head-to-head matchup where Purdy was great and Dak wasn't. Dak was downright bad. And so I just think something as simple as that. And let me, okay. let me end here, uh, Nick. Uh, Dak's best passer rating of the season, 142.1 against Washington, a tomato Purdy's can. Purdy's done that three times. Purdy not only has Purdy eclipsed that passer rating three times, but four, because I'm not even including the perfect passer rating. He did it against Philadelphia, Dallas, and Jacksonville, three of the best teams in the league. Okay. So I just think when you so, look at who so, you've done it wait, against, but so, that makes all the difference Let me add one world. more thing because I have a graphic to show the historical relevance of what Brew was saying. When you've done that, three or more passing touchdowns and 140-plus, the other two guys have won MVP. All right, you didn't so, even know that was there. 
So no, here's, here's, you, here's the up. thing. Thank so you, there's Bob. hubs. The graphic that I said I want to do last, let's do that first. So because, and I'll call for it in just a second. Um, Brew makes the point correctly that Dallas's strength of victory and strength of schedule does not match up to San Francisco. You're talking about tomato cans? Yes, but that it's misleading when it comes to this discussion for this reason. Dak is not playing the other team's offenses. And Purdy's not playing the other team's offenses. Mm -hmm. It's about the defenses you've gone against. And defenses they've gone against, we can show it to you, are identical. In fact, Dak's a touch harder by defensive rankings. Two in the top five, three in the bottom five. Both place three tomato cans, three excellent teams. Both the average rank, 18-19, will call it a wash. Wild showed you their numbers. So if, if the defensive they faced are a wash, and now we will show you their numbers. As Wilds put it, we, we, I agree with Brew. We can call the numbers a wash. So then it comes to, I think this week is a great example, and Coach used one of these passing charts yesterday, and you guys didn't catcall them the way you do me when I do them. <laughs> but both of these guys this week had four passing touchdowns, 300-plus yards, and played great. And that is where it does incorporate, okay, how, what is the level of play you are at, and what is the level of play your teammates are helping elevate you doesn't, to? Doesn't, so, one doesn't, week, first of all, I, I doesn't Brock lead in the, air yards, the, though? Yes, hold on. Wilds, I'm not saying, I, again, I am That's not saying big, he is that dinking makes it and dunking. Like he's not. Okay. I am not. No, oh, no, that is, like you said this week, this week was what skyrocketed him. This week was not about air yards. This week was about Debo Samuel and George Kittle being awesome. And the, I have one last thing before, and Coach, I'll just ask you, because something interesting happened yesterday, which was we were talking about the Niners, and Brew and I both agreed right now they have the best resume. Mm -hmm. And... Brew and I was saying, Brew, so pick him to go to the Super Bowl. And Brew said, Well, why don't you pick him? You still believe in the Cowboys. Like, if you, what, what's the difference? The difference is, I believe they have a weakness at quarterback that will rear its head. The question that I have to the group would be this Do the 49ers have a weakness other than injury like anybody could? Do they have a weakness? If not, then why aren't they? For both of you, clearly going to win the Super Bowl. Clearly, uh, my answer is they have a weakness. It, or a, you know what? I'll, I'll even I'll even soften it. Their biggest question mark is their quarterback. I think you guys. Would it's agree. the same thing for Dallas because we haven't seen Dak do the, this in the big the, games. The, the, I I, I mean, really, we see Purdy perform in big I games. I do not believe not Dak, Dak is the Cowboys' but biggest question. You can believe that, the, but let's look the, at the evidence. The, San Francisco, the, big game, didn't perform. The, Philadelphia, the, big game. Toward the, the end, they made some crazy mistakes. Uh, and the playoffs the last two years, both of them ended but, comically. But I mean, you so guys, that's, but that's the fine. But, but you guys are going to argue that a guy who is his team's biggest question mark should be the league MVP. I just can't do it. I can't do it. And, and look, that's where I struggle with Brock is where he's going to show up or how he's going to show up when there is adversity. And I don't think he's really answered that question. When things are going well, he's he's been really good. But when things haven't gone well, we haven't seen him bring the team back consistent. We haven't seen that him go through those difficult times and show up in the big moments. So he stunk in the first quarter of the Philadelphia game. But the game was still 7-6. When we get into the second half of most of these games, they're either far ahead or when they haven't been, you haven't seen him bring the team back. That, that's, that to me is the question mark. Can we just bring up the, the Dak quote that, that we have? Oh. Not, I was going to do these stats, yeah. but if we just bring up this quote. 
to me, this is where Dak is. Dak's gone through a ton of – he came in unheralded, mm-hmm. and, and then he proved himself, and then he wanted all this recognition, and he was going to let Dak cook, and he went through that, and, and he was offended, all that stuff. Now he's at the point where he doesn't care anymore, and he's, he's really taking the perspective, a much more uh, mature perspective, that he's going to control what he's going to control, and, and he's going to write the story. And to me, that, that's Don't growth. you think Purdy's walked in the door with that? Because he, he doesn't even seem to know well, well, what Dak walked in the door with that there. to some degree, too. Yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant, but he was a later fourth-round fourth draft pick. He, he, proved, he had to prove himself, and then, and then he's been taking so much criticism. I like where he is, and I feel like he's gone through a, a lot more adversity than Brock also, has. Also, oh, if, if we all acknowledge he is actually the better player, he has done doesn't have as good of a supporting cast, and the numbers are the same, and the records are the same. How can the other guy be the MVP? Because one head to head, one played much better, and and don't you can't dismiss the effect that the offense has on the defense. It's called you know this complimentary football. If, if the other team's got a great quarterback, so Purdy's making the Niners defense. No, better? I'm saying when you face a defense, what their offense is doing affects the defense. All right, let's go to Mahomes Mountain. We're going to Mom's Sound in three minutes. Hope we made the four o'clock there. Well, that's, I mean, you wouldn't stop talking while. I was trying. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the coldest <laughs> segment in all of sports. And let me tell you what's been going on at base camp. Usually at 10 a.m., we see a draft of this segment so we can build an argument and I can choose some props. These are my real ones. Not this morning. Commitments. Segment you're about to see is so controversial. All it said was redacted in our Google Doc. So you, <laughs> me, Brew, and Coach are all headed into a dangerous unknown known only as Mahomes Mountain. Indeed. This was compiled. Never seen it. 30,000 feet in the air, middle of the night, going from Los Angeles to New York. Oh, I thought you meant the altitude of the mountain. Whoa, we go looking down (laughs) upon the mountain. All right, let's show who's not on the mountain. Fell off this week, sadly. Kenny Pickett, he got hurt, and Sam Howell, he got eviscerated. So they they are off the mountain. Not climbing today. Bailey Zappi, who has replaced Mac Jones. Tim Boyle, who has lost his job, would appear. Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter. Now... Some new people on the seventh row. 
Welcome to the Mountain Drake May. College football's regular wow. season is over. Wow. Hey, hey, regular season's Ooh. over. He's, uh, hey, 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 hey. Wow. What, what, what do you, put the mountain Cole. back on the Stop screen. I'm with Kyle. Aiden O'Connell drops a bit, as does J- Justin Fields. You might be like, they didn't even play. It is a slippery mountain this week. Derek Carr almost got replaced on the mountain by Taysom Hill. That could be coming. He should be replaced in the lineup by Taysom Hill, and I am not a known Taysom Hill supporter. Sixth row, Kyler slips a bit. Three of my favorites stay right where they were. Gino had a great game on Thursday, but again, it's a tough mountain this week. He couldn't move up. Baker, once again, uh, he played well, but he doesn't move up. Josh Dobbs stays where he is. Gardner Minshew, they're 7-5, and five, and yeah. he is cooking. Russell Wilson, on the other hand, is having a grease fire in the kitchen because he attempted to cook a little too much. He slips. Fifth row. Now, Brew. While the mountain is not left to right, you will notice Brock Purdy has moved over to the left. I'm not sure why. Justin Herbert could only muster six points against Wilds New England Patriots. He falls. Jared Goff stays where he is. Jordan Love. Shout out Jordan Love playing great the last three weeks. And Caleb falls as his college career appears to be over. That is where he is for the time being. Now to the fourth row of the mountain. Tua had an argument to move up, but it was all Tyreek in that particular game. Josh Allen didn't play. Lamar moves down in a bye week. Wow. And then Matt Stafford had a monster game against Cleveland of all teams. So Matt Stafford moves up. And what's that? That's Debo Samuel on the mountain. What is Debo Samuel doing on the mountain? Is he, Come on. Pu- is he pulling Brock Purdy up? Oh, oh, Brock Purdy! Oh, Debo pulls Brock Purdy! From Everest, gets wow. him into the top ten wow. for the first time wow. in his career. Wow. Debo Samuel. I know he's winning. What he's a great teammate. Third, third row. <laughs> Jalen Hurts has to slip. The Prince had a valiant effort, but he was injured. He did play well though. Nine mm-hmm. touchdowns last three games after nine touchdowns in the first nine games. And C.J. Stroud, I wanted to move him up. I felt like C.J. deserved to move up, but again, slippery, tough mountain this week. <laughs> Which leads us to row two. It hurts me more than, than it hurts you. Wow. Um, but you have to drop. America demanded it. Dak could be a top. So I know you're looking at the mountain. You're saying, so who does that leave? Because the top row is not vacant. And let me tell you this. In today's fickle media landscape, where most recent is all that matters, mm-hmm. where a guy can go from MVP candidate to his coach oh. literally asking him, is he going to be benched for Sam Darnold? Back to being an MVP candidate in the span of five weeks. In that world, there is only one answer for the top of Mahomes' mountain. Reveal it, please. People are asking, is Jake okay. Browning the See, best quarterback yeah. we've ever seen? I mean, he's making Look, I mean so Jake Browning right now is, we can show you his numbers from last night, and here is just the facts, America. Jake Browning, the only quarterback in the NFL in the top four in completion percentage, yards per game, passer rating, and yards per attempt. And so, in a world where you demand Brock Purdy be ahead of great players like uh, uh, Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or established guys, where you demand Patrick Mahomes fall down the mountain even though he has lived atop the mountain for five straight years, (laughs) in that world, there's only one answer. The most recent thing I saw is the only thing I saw. Jake Browning. Congrats, buddy. You're atop Mahomes Mountain. It's not bad. There it is. (laughs) Coach, your thoughts. 
So compiled, if what did you say, 30,000 feet last night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, red eye, probably pretty sleepy. No. <laughs> Would you like another drink? It's a great Would you, would you like another drink, it's Mr. It's a great <laughs> Sure, I'll have another one. I'm just doing some work. I'm just doing some work. But I'm going to show yeah, up. This is, team. This is going to be a good thing. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so look, I like, I like the fact that you, you push love up a little bit, but I don't think you've pushed him up enough. Wow. And I don't think you're giving oh, him wow. enough credit. And, and here's why. He's played, if we could bring up where, where he's been over the last three games, he's won three in a row. He's beat Kansas City and Detroit in back-to-back -back weeks. Okay, both division leaders. Talking about uh, eight no, or wow. eight TDs, zero interceptions, passer rating 116.9. And here's the most important thing, is that they have the youngest offense in the NFL. So this is a young quarterback, a first-year starter, taking over for a legend with all young guys and now they're performing at the level of they're performing, you got to give him a lot of credit not only for, for how he's improved, but how that group has collectively improved and beaten two very good teams in back-to-back -back weeks. All right, these are all great points, and I think Jordan Love, it's one of the reasons that I think Brew, you as well, we picked the Packers to go to the playoffs yeah. this year, was we thought Jordan, after sitting for those three years, was going to be maybe more competent than most expected. I am a little troubled by the fact that, as Wilds mentioned, Coach did not know where I was going to have Love in the rankings, and yet felt confident enough to have the bottom line say, Love is blind and so is Nick. <laughs> Feels a little presumptuous, if you ask me. Uh, was it, though? That, was it? I, mean, I, think so. I, I think I've got Alongside Justin Herbert, but go ahead. Coach might have a source. Is that like Coach might have had a source? Uh, look, uh, Nick, let me start by giving you a little bit of credit. What? Uh, for moving Brock Purdy. Well, I didn't up. do that. Debo Samuel. Debo right, well, he here's, why, here's why I'll give you the credit, though. Mm -hmm. Because you thought it was, oh, I insulted Brew and Brock no. by moving him up with Debo, but you could have done the same thing with Tua and Tyreek. You could have had Tyreek oh, hitch that rope to Tua and pull him up as well, but it didn't happen. And so I, I'll give you a little credit for that, even though you might not have seen that. Um, seen Prince, I, I think you could have moved him up higher. The Prince needs to come down. I'm sorry. Why would the sorry he got hurt? Bro. He's just he's playing fine, but he's Bro, not. He's averaging 300 yards and three touchdowns yeah, a game in the last three he's, weeks. He's playing. He's playing not, fine. What you, um, okay. Lamar, the Browning thing. I mean, I'll just what? let that go. Yeah, I mean, don't, <laughs> don't let it go. What do you mean? Yeah, uh, Lamar, I don't think should get penalized for being in a bye week. They're not getting better. Lamar should not fall because he didn't play. And Lamar is not just the numbers. We all know that. The threat, the danger of Lamar Jackson is a huge part of Baltimore's success. It's why he's won 74% of his starts since he became a starter in the league. And so I think Lamar... Uh, is being penalized okay. unfairly. Well, listen, again, it was a tough mountain this week, and the last time we saw Lamar play, I did not think he played well at all against the Chargers. The Chargers team, who every time a quarterback you dislike plays well against them, you say they're the Chargers. They're the worst pass defense yes. in NFL history, and then Lamar has 13 points and 170 passing yards with 12 seconds left in that game, and all of a sudden it's not a big deal. Also, much like Aaron Rodgers is demanding with the Jets, I demand a mole hunt into this operation. How can Brew, I know our production staff can't type up those little those lines in real time. How can
Michigan Brew have known Lamar moved down on a bye week Wisdom. when he didn't Wisdom. have access to it? I am, I, and by the way, unlike Aaron Rodgers, I'm naming names. I guarantee it was Dustin who revealed it. It's why Actually, you're wrong, email, man. Private you're wrong. And wrong. Someone There's else? a few moles up in that room. Christina. There's a lot of chatty Cathy's up in there. I'm telling you. Uh, they right. couldn't wait to give us the info. Uh, all right, so here's how my weekend went. My Sunday, went over to my friend's house, had to watch Patriots Chargers, where I was at the same time rooting against the Patriots for the sake of draft position. But when the ball was flying through the air, obviously I was rooting it for it to be caught, so I didn't know what I was doing. And here's the weird thing. We thought I was rooting against the Patriots because, like, you know what we need? Franchise quarterback. Yeah. If we had a franchise quarterback, somebody like Justin Herbert, for example, we could score... Uh, two field goals? What's up with Justin Herbert? <laughs> no, fair. Went to Foxborough, scored six. This is on the heels of scoring 10. Scored 38 against the Lions, and then since then has scored 36 total. His career through week six, 13, excuse me. We're looking at some of the, one of the worst performances of his career. And this was with Kellen Moore, who we thought was going to be like this magic elixir. So I don't know what's up with the guy. I'm trying to put a positive spin on it, but it made me worried that maybe the, my poor Patriots are not just a franchise quarterback away. So the Chargers have one of the top young guns in the so, entire league, okay. and he's just not that good. Okay, so a few things. One is your Patriots are definitely not just a franchise quarterback away, as evidenced by once again well, the, defense is the unimpeachable graphics test which is Thursday Night Football promoted your coach because you don't have a single player they can promote. <laughs> and so that Fair it, point. one quarterback won't fix it. W let me say this about Justin, because I don't think I have been, you know, on either end of the spectrum on him. I haven't been one of his loudest supporters or one of his most ardent critics. I said he came into the league as an A minus B plus, which was great as a rookie. And the fact that he has stayed there is a little disappointing. Weird. What I don't think is fair is, and this is why I'm not a quarterback wins guy, is earlier in the year when he plays great and they lose 35-33 to Miami, Fair. he gets criticized. And now today, he, they win, but he obviously didn't play well, and he gets criticized. Like, if we... I mean, he scored... The, the whole narrative coming out of right. that game is like the Patriots are so bad, they scored zero. Yeah. Man, Justin Herbert's a star and scored six. Right, which is why when he scores 33, but he doesn't get that coveted quarterback win, criticizing him then is ridiculous. But you love or to ten, do it. The previous the, week. That's fine, so criticize him in those moments. That's but, what I'm doing. It's, but a, they, it's a rich tapestry. That, okay. <laughs> the last two weeks, the guy scored 16 points. Yeah, but... Okay, never mind. By your metric, this week he did everything you wanted him to do. I'm looking he at got you the win. Face. No. Well, that, yes, that, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. Exactly. Chiefs Bills must win. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Bills head into Arrowhead. Six and six and coming off a bye, which is important. Chiefs are slightly less than a field goal favorite. Bills currently in 11th place in the playoff picture after the Bengals win. Uh, here's the stats on Bills after a bye. Uh-oh. 6-0. Mm -hmm. Point per game differential. 
eight and a half in turnover differential. They rest up and grab an interception, fall on a fumble or two. <laughs> uh, so for Buffalo, bro, must win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, look, I noticed you didn't do your read clarifying what we mean by must win, yeah. where it's not really a must win. It's kind of a theoretical, philosophical, spiritual yeah. must win. Yes. This is like a literal must win. Correct. I know they won't be out of it mathematically. Well, then it's not a literal must win. Well, it, but it, can, it could be they're, a literal must win. They could almost be Right. Yeah, they're, ele- if they're, they're and 11th, no time and if they lose again, time right. 6 exactly. seven is not great. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so they got to win, and then you just showed it undefeated after the bye. Kansas City, this is probably an sl- overstatement, but mm-hmm. reeling, if I can use that term. As right? vulnerable as playing. we can remember right. them. And so if you're Buffalo, you're desperate. Uh, you're coming off a bye. You're playing a Kansas City team that's struggling. If you don't win this game, Coach, I, I mean, I, I think they'll just – and then you're probably out of the playoffs. I think the players will be mailing it in after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, this feels like a must win for both sides. Kansas City oh. Kansas City having the, the letdown that they had a, a, against Green Bay, and obviously I just was advocating for Jordan Love, and I thought he played extremely well. But Kansas City's reeling, so you, you've got them in a vulnerable spot, which is which is obviously where you'd like them to be. And then Buffalo, it, it's just been nothing. Nothing has gone right this season. And and every time they seem to get something going, they take a step back. And it started at the beginning of the year with setting the high expectations, with dropping the banner, the Super Bowl, all those things. And now when you set those expectations and you are where you are at this point in the season, it, it's very easy for the locker room to go south. Oof. And if, if this is – you hit sort of a critical point yeah. – where if guys start thinking, okay, now I got to get ready for the holidays, as opposed mm-hmm. to thinking I want to grind this thing out and and see where we where we land, that that well, can happen in a hurry. Well, so yeah, listen, I the I absolutely think it is a literal must win for Buffalo. I think their season ends with a loss. And I think the, no, because Kansas City, it, it, but it's a philosophical. The, it's let, tra- the, your traditional must win for Kansas it, City. It, Would the, you agree with that? I I think that I, what I said yesterday. That if Kansas City does not win this game, there are real issues. Now, because they are guaranteed a home playoff game, maybe multiple home playoff games, and because the AFC is the conference it is right now as far as the other quarterbacks, I think Kansas City has a larger margin for error than you would in Fair. most seasons, and I think we all mm-hmm. kind of agree with that. But I, I kind of want to lean into what Coach was saying and add a point to it, because a bye is great unless it's not. It's great from a rest perspective. It's great from a getting injured players back perspective. The, let's remember the Bills' last game that was played, and then remember the game we just saw last night. Last game that was played for the Bills was a tie game. Josh Allen was playing great. He got the ball back with 20 seconds and one timeout, and Sean McDermott said, don't trust you taking a knee. Last night, I watched Zach Taylor with uh, Jake Browning who, yes, while he is atop Mahomes Mountain, it was only a second career start. And they had 26 seconds in a tie game with one timeout, and Zach Taylor said, let's go for it. Now, they, didn't, they ended up going to overtime anyway. But I just wonder how that landed at Josh Allen's television set. I wonder how this entire bye week landed with the Buffalo Bills, where how much angst was felt on when they're watching the rest of the AFC come apart a bit. 
The Chiefs are struggling. We've seen more quarterback injuries. There's been the, the team with the best record, right, Miami, or one of the tied for the best record, the Bills dominated. And how much of it was like the what-ifs of we blew a game against Denver. They, the fact that they watched the Patriots look every week like the worst team in football and like we lost to them. They watched the Jets every week look like the most dysfunctional team offensively in the league. We lost to them. So I do think Buffalo is likely to come out on, like with massive energy. Yeah. But if the Chiefs punch first, if the if if it's ten nothing Kansas City, I absolutely could see the Bills fold. So here's Ab- the, folding their season. Remember your your take on Josh Allen, which I totally buy. If Josh Allen doesn't know when he needs to be Superman, when he needs to be Clark Kent. Yeah. Thought he needed to be Superman against the Jets. You don't need to. Right. Thought he needed to be Superman against the Patriots through an interception. Mm-hmm. We started to get the momentum. Yeah. Here's the weird thing. You don't, might not need to be Superman against the Chiefs. I guarantee he's going to try to be. Chiefs haven't beaten oh, a team yeah, that has I scored 21 that. points. You score 21 points, you beat the Chiefs. Well, Lions 21, Broncos wow. 24, oh. Eagles 21, Packers 27. That's it. Can you get to, if, if I'm Sean McDermott, I'm like, hey, Josh, can you get to 21? He's like, well, I want to get to 375 yards. Like, no, dude, just get to 21. This team can't score points. I know they're the Chiefs. They're wearing the Chiefs uniforms, but they're kind of not yeah, the that's, Chiefs. Just so you know. Yeah. There is a 0% chance he goes into the game with that mentality. He should. He didn't, he didn't go into that game with that mentality against Mac Jones coming off one of the worst games of his life, well, which by Mac Jones' standards, it was no. Bounce this, back. The, it, like, and and it, it never fails in the NFL where as soon as you underestimate a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he yeah. hangs 40 on you. You, you know what I mean? I, right. You would think we're yeah. still waiting. Yeah. The, Just saying. Score 21, Josh. And I'm that's a, that's I, that was cold, Jay Wilds. Thank you. It was ludicrous. <laughs> the idea that Josh Allen's going to go into game against Mahomes well, but the, and, and dial it back. The numbers and, you brought. Yeah, yes. Sure, great. But that he's, that's wild. not going to be his approach. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. (laughs) Uh, If you missed any of today's show or you want to take it on the go, be sure to subscribe to the First Things First podcast on Apple Podcasts. Also... Mash that subscribe button on YouTube. I don't know where we are, but we're south of a million because I don't have a plaque here. And listen to the <laughs> podcast with Bruce noise-canceling headphones, Yes, yeah, tomorrow it's the greatest segment <laughs> in all of sports. A lot of movement. New haircut. It's Nick's Tears. Medals time. Pelicans Kings. Murphy with the dunk. You love this time. Well, there's a steal. Watch Alvarado. He's here. He's like, he starts heading towards the corner right now. Darren Fox, not a fan of Weird and Wonderful, I guess. Kind of hurts my feelings <laughs> because here comes Alvarado. Pelicans I, win. It feels dirty. <laughs> it, it just it doesn't feel. All right, only two games done. last night, and you know the rules of the tiers. You can never get a medal if you lose an in-season tournament game. It's so her, cool. yeah, of course you're eliminated. Season's over. In-season <laughs> tournament's over. Herb Jones, 23-5 and five in this awesome transition yeah. dunk. He's one of the best defenders in the league. Oh, yeah. Also has that in his game. Silver medal, Brandon Ingram, thirty-eight and six. And I got to tell you, a for me very surprising win over the Sacramento Kings, who I thought were going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And then a gold medal, a guy who is 
banging on the door of club superstar. Wow. Tyrese Halliburton, 26, 10, and 13. And if you weren't watching, this was a tie game with a minute and a half left. And he had a remarkable four-point play yeah. as the Pacers just pulled away entirely. What's Quickly, up, I know this is not in the yeah. show format. If he's coming into Club Superstar, mm -hmm. who are the bouncers looking at? Well, you I'm want me to say Jason Tatum because he outplayed. I'm not him saying there, Jason but Tatum. But not Jason Tatum. I've got it. You know what? I've got to. I've got to take a closer look. I'm not. Ready. You're right. It's on the show format. I wasn't ready to be jumped with that question. I'm just saying he's banging. <laughs> saying on who the, the bouncers door. looking at now? Who's looking not at ready. Jimmy? Maybe. Mm. Uh, no, Tyrese not Jimmy. Killing. Dame. Oh, Dame. Dame. Oof. Dame. Suns at Lakers. Dame might have already gotten kicked out. I got a wow. AD got kicked out. Uh, Suns at Lakers in season oh. tournament. Brew, who you got here? You know what? I'm going with the Lakers tonight. Oh. Uh, I think LeBron, you know, there's been a lot of talk that he wants this first ever in season tournament. I buy that. Yeah, oh, I think absolutely. And I mean, the Lakers this year have played their best yes. basketball in the in-season tournament games. Here is what I'm legit excited for. And by the way, there's a lot of skepticism about this. Ah, no one's going to care. The players care. The players, whether or not the fans are into it yet, the You're players care. Right. And I am interested in if Darvin Ham goes to a playoff rotation. Because yes. there could be some hurt feelings from that. This is something Doc Rivers talked about on your friend Bill's mm -hmm. podcast. Like, you have hurt feelings in the playoffs, doesn't matter. The offseason's coming. You go to a playoff rotation in December, yeah. Yeah. and then it's like, hey, D'Lo, I know you were benched for the fourth quarter of the in-season tournament games, but we need you now. Like, how are they going to weigh that? I'm I'm super interested into it. I'm into these in-season tournament games. Just for the record, you can hurt my feelings for half a million dollars. I'm okay with it. <laughs> half a million dollars? Yeah, but if you're a guy that makes, that's, D'Lo's made, that what, 150? Half a million is still nice. 20, 30, 40 million. Speak is up next. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Enjoy the game.